0: Okay, Hamishi, uh, the fifth aliyah in Parsha Shoftim, is rather lengthy compared to the previous uh, several aliyahs. Uh, and there are two main topics that are covered within the aliyah, this aliyah. The first is the laws having to do with a navi, uh, namely the fact that there are certain individuals who will have the koach who will be selected, designated by God, and not necessarily because of any... Um, initiative on their part, but God may literally sort of reach out to a, a person who doesn't yet know that he's a Navi, um, speak with him, um, and give him instructions as to what sort of messages he should be giving to the Jewish people. Uh, the Torah talks about the fact that some individuals may understandably claim to be a prophet, and gives us some of the tools that we could use to know whether a person is a Navi MS, uh, meaning a, a a true prophet, a true representative of God, or a Navi Sheker. What's very interesting about a Navi is the fact that the Torah says that it is forbidden for a Navi to suppress, to withhold an Navua. Meaning, if a Navi receives a prophecy and says, you know, I'm not really interested in, in confronting the people, I don't really get involved in this, speak to somebody else. Uh, so, this is not something in, that this is not an option. You know, perhaps the most famous biblical example of this is Yonah. And to do so, the Torah says would be would be a, a something which that th- th- would, would would which would lead to a punishment of misa bide Because this says is not an option. If I speak to you, if I appoint you, if I uh, delegate uh, my uh, desire to speak to the people through you, uh, so then this is not something that you can just sort of turn away. The second section of this aliyah deals with a a very familiar, again, I think many people are familiar with the the concept of an ir miklat. this is something which is uh, discussed in various uh, parashios within the Torah, namely when a person commits an act of ritzich b'shogeg, murder somebody else, which sometimes translated it accidentally, but it's not an accident in the sense that it was a freak accident, something was completely beyond his control, there was a certain degree of negligence, what we call uh, here in the United States manslaughter, uh, as opposed to murder, which tends to be, I think by definition, a premeditated act where a person intends to kill somebody else. Manslaughter is, I act in a way that's, that's negligent and, and with the awareness that this is something that could lead to serious harm or even death. And the Torah says in this situation, a person is required to run to a near miklat, special cities that are set up where this individual must remain until the Kohen Gadol dies. There's so much to discuss, there's so much to unpack here. It's really difficult to do so, um, especially since I'm, I'm almost out of time. But I'll just say one thing, and that is that in near miklat is a city which is inhabited by many Levium as well. Some of the R.A. Uh, miklat were specifically cities for the Livium. So it's very interesting that a person who. Um, needs to sort of recalibrate and, and, and really think about their priorities in life and how they allow themselves to become so careless, so negligent that unfortunately their actions led to the death of an individual, their process of rehabilitation means spending time around individuals who, as we said earlier in our discussion of uh, the Second Aliyah, individuals who are devoted uh, more I- I- in a more focused way towards their personal the v'shashem, individuals who study Torah, teach Torah, and how this could ultimately be a very meaningful rehabil- rehabilitative process.